0: Hey, everyone. This is Russell Brunson, and welcome up to Marketing in Your Car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. All right. So, welcome back. Hope you guys are having a good time. Um, head to the office, and it's cold today. And of course, I didn't wear shoes um, or socks. I got flip flops on. But, and dang, my car, the gas lights turn on, which means I have to get gas right now in my flip flops in the freezing cold. (laughs) Oh man, you'd think I'd be a little bit smarter than this at this point, but I'm not. So there we go. One more, (laughs) one more, uh, one more time for my wife to tell me I told you so for not wearing your socks and shoes today. I don't know about you, but I can't stand wearing socks. Like, it's not worth the, uh, the, uh, you know, 30 seconds of warmth you get from the walk from the car to the, to the door, because, uh, I don't know, I hate that, like, at night, if I wear socks, like, when I wear, you know, go to church or whatever, and I come on I have socks, like, socks are, like, tight around your ankles, and you take them off, and there's, like, that sock line, and that sock line doesn't leave immediately like, it sits there for, like, an hour, maybe it's, like, I got swelling in my, my calves, or my cankles, or I don't know what it is, but, yeah, it's, it's no good, so, I would rather just go barefoot all the time, and that's pretty much what I do, so, except for a church, which, uh, it's just because we're in America. Like uh, my uh, my aunt and my uncle live in Samoa, and so I we went to church out there with them. And in Samoa, they wear uh, you know you guys know those like lava lavas, like the nice like flowery ones that people wear in Hawaii and Samoa and stuff like that. So they have that. But at church, the men wear like formal lava lava So they actually look like um, well, <laughs> honestly, it looks like a big skirt. But they're like there's a belt on them and they're like long. And then they all wear, wear sandals. So I'm like, if they can do it in Samoa. Why can't I do it in Boise? Like it's not that weird. I don't know. So maybe I'm going to start wearing lava lops and flip flops to church. <laughs> oh, man. Is that sad? I'm laughing at myself. Anyway, all right. So back on to the mission for today. So we're kind of in the series about time management and getting crap done. And I want to share with you guys another one thing that hopefully will help you guys a lot because um, I don't know about you, but there are some things in my to-do list of things that I need to do that for some reason when I look at them, I have so much pain associated with those things that I'll do almost anything to avoid them, okay? And I know you guys all know what I'm talking about. But I look at something, I'm like, oh, like if I do that, like, oh, the, like your subconscious mind just associates pain with some things, right? And uh, so the probably the best example is um, we have a new offer coming out called Funnel University. Some of you guys may have heard of it. If not, it's going to be awesome. And I wanted to make a really, really good free plus shipping offer to get people into, into that program. And... Um, and uh and basically uh <laughs> and actually i'm doing a bunch of cool stuff i'm filming today one of the things i'm doing is um i, I found out sorry my ad i'm off from another track but i'll come back i promise so um uh we did a periscope a little while ago i did a i did i talked to you guys about that we did 150k from this periscope and all i did is i took the perfect webinar script that i normally do on a webinar and i did it like <clears throat> on a periscope and we made 150 grand so I'm like sweet that concept works i can do the one thing, the three secrets to stack close everything the same way we do in a webinar. But I can do it um, on a video. So I'm, I'm like, my next thing I'm gonna make a sales video, a VSL. But I'm gonna follow that that model, and so we're doing that with Funnel University. So I'm actually filming that today, which I'm really excited about, and it, it, it should turn out like epically amazing. We spent a lot of <laughs> time and effort to make this one sweet. So anyway, you you guys will probably all see it soon. But. Um, uh, for that free plus shipping thing, um, I, I wanted to write a book. And similar to the .com Secrets Labs book, like something that was really powerful and useful. And, and so I wrote this book called Funnel Stacking, the Three Core Funnels. And I walked through Tripwire, Perfect Webinar, and High Ticket Funnel, right? And I show the, the sequencing, the email sequences that pushes you from one to the next to the next, and how we send people up and the whole, the whole, like everything. People always ask me about that. So I was like, you know, I'm going to show them everything. Here's the email templates. Here's the, here's the stats, the numbers page by page, like just everything. So I um, was really excited by that. And, uh, when we were in London, I actually wrote the first chapter and, um, it took me like, it was when we got to London and our time zones are all messed up in our brains. So it was like two o'clock in the morning. and I think it was like morning time for me. So I spent like five hours that night writing the scene and I wrote chapter one. And when it was done, there's a huge dump truck going next to me. That's what that noise is. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it like, it sucked. Like I hated, I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but writing is hard for me. Like it's not something that I just flow with. And I was just like, oh, like I had so much pain afterwards. Like, that chapter sucked. And so, like, it took me, like, two months to get the last two chapters done, or the, last, you know, the next two sections done of the book. Because every time I look at that, I was like, oh, like, remember that night in London? It was so painful, and I hated it, and my eyes were hurting, and I was tired, and my kids were up, and... I had, it's like all these things associated with that one task that caused pain, so much pain that I didn't like. I would avoid it at all costs. I'd be like, okay, time to write the book, and then all of a sudden, like some random thing popped up, and I'm like, oh yeah, of course I want to go to sushi with you guys today. Yeah, you know, like, oh yeah, like me who hates taking phone calls, a phone ring. I'm like, oh, let me answer real quick. Like, <laughs> like anything on earth I could do to avoid that task, I would do it. Okay, and I think all of us have that that same kind of problem right when there's things that we know we have to get done but we don't want to somehow our brain finds a million ways to deviate from it because we have so much pain associated with that thing that our brain's always looking for pleasure right like where's the outlet where can I get pleasure like like uh and and we're looking for every escape possible and so for me and some people stuck in that stuck in that spot forever like I'm guessing if you've got a task Or a website or a business you haven't launched yet, it's because of that. Like you've got so much pain associated with the birthing of this thing that you just never do it. And that's why you're frustrated and um, not happy with yourself and not accomplishing what you want to accomplish, right? And so... Um, I, I've been trying to figure out like, different ways for me just to smash through those things. And uh, I'm going to tell you my strategy and what, work, what works for me and hopefully you know, some variation of it will work for you. So when I have a task that I have so much pain associated with it, I know that my body and my brain and my mind and everything is going to like, sabotage me and keep me from doing that. I know that I have to like overload my senses. Now, I have severe ADD as I'm assuming most of you do. Most entrepreneurs have some form of ADD and typically, um, even if you've never been diagnosed, which I have never been diagnosed, but I know the symptoms, right? I know the, I know the, I know the root issues. I know how it works. And I'm a big believer that ADD is not like a, a bad thing. I think it's a superpower. It's kind of like X-Men. You know X-Men? Like you got these dudes who could fly. Some can become invisible. Some have like metal things that shoot out of their hand. Like they're super humans. And then the whole show of X-Men, the humans, the normal people are trying to like take away their power so they can be normal with them and it's like dude you can fly. Why would you try to get rid of that? Like, that's a, that's not a bad thing, right? I feel the same way about ADD. Like, it is a superpower. And everyone's trying to, like, give your kids drugs and trying to, like, talk about how it's bad. But you look at everyone who's hyper-successful today that I know all have severe ADD. So it's a good thing. But you got to learn how to channel, right? So with typical people, in my understanding, normal people, um, you can look at a task and you focus on it and you accomplish it, right? Um, for people like me and probably you who have ADD, if we're focusing on one task... It stresses us out, like it's really, really hard to do, right? So in school, and I was a horrible student in school, but one of the reasons the teacher's like, focus on that. you know, don't don't talk, don't make noise, like listen to me. So I'm trying to listen to this teacher talk, and I'm like stressing out because like, like there's just this one thing happening and and, I, and your brain just going a million miles a minute, right? It's so one thing I learned and I actually learned this later. I, I had a chance to meet the number one ADD doctor in the world and he, he kind of confirmed this and it was cool. But uh, like what I'd have to do is I'd have to have like something in my hands that I'm fidgeting with. i have to be drawing on my paper. i have to be like doing eight other things for me to, listen, to be able to understand my teacher. Because ADD people, we have to be doing multiple things at once or else you can't focus on anything. Okay, the more things you're doing, the more you can focus on one thing, right? And so in school, I'd have to like fidget or, or tap my pencil or, or be doing something. And if you look at me right now in the office, like if I'm on a conference call or whatever, like I'm doing like eight things. I'm usually like drawing while I'm flipping with paper and I'm doing all these things just so I can focus on the one thing that's actually important. It's really weird. That's how our brains work. And when you understand that, it's kind of cool. And so for me, what I do, like when I, for me to actually write the book, this one, I had, I had a sh- completely short circuit all my other senses. Otherwise... Um, I'd be like looking at Skype, looking at Facebook. Like, I'd be like jumping back and forth, right? So what I did, if you see my office setup, I've got three monitors. I've got a treadmill desk, got a, a rising desk, things like that. So what I did is I took all my chats, my Facebooks, everything. I moved them on the two side monitors, and then I used my rising desk to raise my monitor up, and I put my treadmill underneath my desk, and then I turned on music. And so what happened? And then I started walking the treadmill. So I'm walking on the treadmill. I've got music playing. I've got all these things happening around me, and I'm focusing just on one monitor. And the only thing's on that monitor is word document, <coughs> as well as like the image file, hello images for the book, and and all I and I wasn't allowed to get off the treadmill till the book was done. And I started walking, and what happened for me is that all the other senses were, you know, for you to walk and to think and to read and to have music playing, all these things happening at once, like your brain has to focus. And since as as I did that, like it short-circuited all of my body's ability to go and complain and be like, "Hey, why do you check Facebook?" I'm like, "I can't check Facebook. I'm walking. If I check Facebook, I'm gonna fall off this thing." Like just back to the, you know, back to the book, back to the book, back to the book, and it kept forcing me to to uh, to go and do and, uh, and and accomplish. So there's a trick, you guys. There's a hack. That's something I do. So for you guys, if you've got a, something like that. Um, like, I remember like one time I was like, I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble and sit down in a cafe and I'm going to write this thing out. No, and it didn't work for me because I'm looking at all these people walking by and I can't focus, right? For me, it's all about like getting a spot where I have to focus on the one thing, but then having all these other external things happening. And maybe a coffee shop would work for some of you guys. It didn't for me. I just kept wanting to go look at different books and magazines and yeah, I was doing research. I kept like <laughs> standing up and walking over a few of the books. But anyway, um, that's something that worked for me. So the basic thing I would do for you guys, because your your strategy is going to be different, but the concept is the same. There's a task or something that's causing so much pain inside you that your body is is forcing you to not do it, and so you understand that you've got to you've got to force yourself to do it, but you got to figure out a way to do it in a way that that uh, that keeps you focused. You know, we talk about um, you know, we've done a lot of work with addictions and things like that, and a big part is you look at your brain. Like they're like we're always moving away from uh, towards pleasure and away from pain. Like that's how our bodies work, right? you're moving towards pleasure and away from pain. And so if you can surround yourself with, uh, when you have something that, that, that is naturally towards pain, so you're swimming upstream, it's like you got to short circle of other things around you so that you can just focus on that thing, but then also tying pleasure to, like, how do you make this pleasurable? And, uh, and uh, you know, so for me, it's like as soon as this book is done, boom, we're going to sushi. Or as soon as this book is done, like, you know, as soon as this chapter's done, what's going to happen? And so for me, it's a blend of those two things. One is, you um, Doing a lot of things, so your mind can focus on the one thing at hand, and then number two is uh, it's tying a big reward to it, so that that pleasure is more pleasurable than the pain you are experiencing as you go through. So anyway, there's some ideas, some some tech some techniques I use, hopefully that helps you guys a little bit, I'm at the office right now, and today is filming day, so I'm going to be recording, I think I have like 30 something videos to record today, for like four or five different projects, so (laughs) that's how we roll over here, so that's what I'm going to be doing today, you guys, Uh, appreciate you all, have an amazing day, and I will talk to you guys all again soon.